When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holy shit. Shit happened this past week in the world of crypto. What the heck happened? Well, I'm here, Adam Ray with Steven, to break it all down for you on a brand new episode of, uh, of our podcast, What the Heck is Crypto? Um, Steve, how are you? Um, a little sick, Adam. I got, the, oh, I got the vid. You got the vid. I got the you vid. You know, and it's past, it's past the point of it being cool, right? There was definitely a time when... When people had it, you know, and it was a badge of honor. And uh, I definitely had uh, people I knew being like, I feel like I already had it. Like I had it like in 2005. <laughs> You're like, you have a, you have a Coke problem, Sydney. Um, <laughs> that's what that was. Um, but uh, I'm, I'm glad that you're not, uh, you know, down and out. No temp. Did you lose your taste? Uh, no, just feel a little foggy and run down. I'm trying not to laugh too much this episode or I'm going to. Cough up a lung, probably. Spew. We'll, we'll make it work. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. No jokes. All crypto. Nothing funny about what's happening all in the right. world of crypto. Um, hot topics. Let's get right into it. The merge trade has begun. Ethereum rises nearly 40% on the week to $1,506 as the crypto reclaims a $1 trillion market cap. On Thursday, Ethereum Foundation member Tim Biko, fake name, suggested September 19th <laughs> as the provisional launch date for the merge. Uh, which we will see as the world's biggest smart contract blockchain transition from the energy-intensive proof-of-work consensus mechanism to a more environmentally friendly proof-of-stake mechanism. Now, before we uh, really deep dive, nose deep, balls deep into this, remind the audience, Steve, what is the merge and what the fuck did any of those words mean? And what was that noise slash gargoyle coming in the back of your room what what was that noise that i just heard that's that's my uh that's my vicious little uh mini australian shepherd oh my god dog oh we got it what's her name he's very cute he's ziggy he he sometimes parks behind me here you'll 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 see him one of these days likes to be in the shot we gotta get ziggy we gotta (laughs) get ziggy and my uh cavapoo pickles together and and uh i don't know blow weed smoke in their face or something we just we should get them together and hang out (laughs) Um, all right, oh, so yeah, Steve, it. break it down for me. Yeah, the merge. The merge. What is it? Yeah, the merge. And, and why did it happen? Yeah, so I, I think a few episodes we we talked about this in our our Ethereum uh, Ethereum episode. Uh, the merge is the move of Ethereum from a proof of work blockchain to a proof of stake blockchain. I think in the past we talked about uh, proof of work is this way of securing blockchains like uh, bitcoin mm. is a proof of work blockchain basically means mm. that there are computers sort of running like graphics cards or asics cards 
they're doing a bunch of calculations. They're burning tons of energy, uh, trying to basically guess like a cryptographic hash. And you don't have to worry about what the heck any of that means, but they do this to make the network secure. Um, right. Some might say it's a bit wasteful. We've got just like uh, warehouses full of computers just burning electricity, basically, to secure the network, quote unquote. Uh, proof of stake is a different way of securing your blockchain network. It basically, uh, instead of using energy, uh, the participants of the network sort of like lock up coins and, and, and put them at risk. So if you're a bad actor, we slash your coins, we take your coins, mm -hmm. and it's an incentive for everybody to behave in, in, in the way that they validate transactions and everything. Uh, we call it the merge because for the last couple of years, Ethereum has been running on this secondary chain called the, the beacon chain. So in order to test out mm. all this merge stuff, right, to make sure it, it functioned because there's, you know, three, four hundred billion dollars locked on Ethereum, can't screw this up. Uh, we've had this other chain called the beacon chain running for a couple of years. If you wanted to be like an early pioneer, you could put your Ethereum on there, stake it, earn a little bit of a reward. So for a couple of years, we've had two Ethereum chains going one of them, the main chain, still proof of work. The other one on the side here, proof of stake. We call it the merge because once the final tests are run, we're going to kind of squish these two chains together. The test proof of stake chain going to merge with the proof of work chain. And then we're going to have a brand new Ethereum blockchain that, that, that doesn't use proof of work anymore. It's a proof of stake. Now, why do you care about that as an investor? Well, it turns out proof of work is really, uh, it's really expensive, right? So in order for you to uh, run up your electricity bill and burn all this electricity doing, doing mining, you have to be compensated for it. So networks like uh, Ethereum right now and, and Bitcoin, they have this thing called a mining reward. They create new coins every single block. So these coins, are, they're, they're all pretty inflationary. The supply increases every year. And this is bad for you as an investor because every day these new coins get put on the market and they get sold. Most of the miners sell them to kind of pay for their stuff. So now that proof of work is going to be gone in Ethereum, we're going to proof of stake. Uh, that means we don't have to pay miners anymore to secure the network. And that means we're going to reduce the amount of new Ethereum that's kind of dumped on the market every day by somewhere in the order of about 80, 85%, I, I think is the number. And that's good because this reduction in sell pressure is, is presumably going to make the, the price go up because for years, Ethereum has been rising with all these coins continuously being sold. Um, come September, I think is the, the tentative date. That's no longer going uh, to, be the, to be the case. So I'm expecting big things to happen now. So the, um, how could the merge affect uh, the Ethereum price over the next, like, I don't know, six to eight to 12 months. I mean, you said mm -hmm. on past episodes that Ethereum offers crypto investors the best, uh, the, the best risk. I just, I just, I just added the word best and risk today and said <laughs> best. Uh, kids do let this moment uh, be a learning lesson where uh, hangovers and COVID are similar. Uh, weed hangovers are different than booze hangovers. Uh, Steven, you said on previous episodes, the Ethereum offers, um, uh, crypto investors, the best risk adjusted returns of any coin. Now, when I heard you say that, I was like, cool, I think I got that. But now saying it again, I don't, I don't get it. What, do, what is that? What is, how will the price be affected over the next few months, I guess? Yeah. So, I mean, a couple of things there, when we talk about risk adjusted returns, right? Like as an investor, you want returns, right? But you don't, want volatility. Like if I could give you two stocks and I'm like, okay, both of these stocks are going to go up 10% a year. 
but this one only goes up 10% every year. And this one goes up 300% one year. And then it goes down 90% two years after that. You, you would take the stock that just goes up 10% every year because they have the same return and there's no reason to subject yourself to all that volatility. It's not, it's not fun. So there are coins in crypto that will probably get you a higher return just on your dollars, right? But they'll probably do it with a lot more risk. There's a risk of you losing your entire your investment entirely. Um, there's a risk of like having an enormous drawdowns in your portfolio that are kind of painful to go to, uh, to go through. Um, so when I say that, I, I what I mean is that Ethereum offers like the best combination of the reward relative to the, to the risk it poses right now. In in my personal opinion not financial advice. This is just what I'm doing. Um, as for how this is all going to play into price over the next six to 12 months, um, we've got a bunch of stuff working on the Ethereum price now. Like A, the merge is going to reduce the amount of new coins being sold into the market. That's just going to be like a switch that gets turned off all of a sudden. Uh, we've never seen anything like this before in uh, crypto. Uh, we've never seen an asset like this before anywhere in, in finance, to be honest, like this is kind of like a, right. not to nerd out too much, but this is like a really cool thing. I mean, this is the, this is the most exciting investment I think is maybe ever happened. And most people still don't wow. know about it yet. It's, it's, it's kind of a big deal. Um, so why, it, <laughs> why? Because like the, uh, I, I think the reward is, is, is very high potentially. Like I, I think that Ethereum is likely going to go over $10,000 in the next few years. Uh, it wouldn't mm. shock me if Ethereum was a was a hundred thousand dollars per per coin someday in the relative near future. And the, the the that might sound crazy, but the the other reason this is possible is uh, is that in addition to this like uh, new issuance going down, the Ethereum network for about the last year or so um, has had an update where you, you have to pay gas to use Ethereum, right? If you're a program on there, you're using like an app, anything you do, you have to pay gas, which means you have to use Ethereum to uh, make transactions go through. So in that way, like Ethereum is kind of like right. a, it's like a digital commodity. It's kind of like digital oil in a way. Um, but this, this, this update that went through last year, um, EIP 1559, um, what this does is it takes all of the gas that's paid on the network and it, it, it burns it, right? So over time, because you now have this reduction in issuance on a daily basis, in combination with all of the gas of the people using the network just being burned, what this means is that like, you know, starting in September, like there's going to be less and less and less and less Ethereum every single year. I, I, like I've seen estimates that have put this number at as, as high as like negative three or 4% per year, right? So if we, if we project 10 years out, we could get to a point where there is like half as much Ethereum on the network as exists today, which means if nothing else changes, the price would double just from that alone. So if you combine that um, with all the other exciting things that are, that, are, that are happening on Ethereum, and I think we'll talk about one of them in a, in a bit, like you, you have this like crazy mm. investment potential that like has just never existed before. Like the, the, the coin is almost programmed to, to go up in a, in a way it's, it's, it's kind of, it's kind of cool because it's, it's it pro program programmatically gets burned as like more and more people use it. So as you, as you hold on to yours, it gets more and more and more valuable. It's, it's, it's quite the thing. Nobody's wrapped their head around it yet. I think this week when we saw that the merge was going to go through, people did start freaking out a little bit. People started FOMOing a little bit. I mean, 50, 50% in a week yeah. is a, it's a 
it's a pretty big game. So now I think it's it's on people's radar. Um, but yeah. still, the big boys aren't in on the trade. It's still it's still just the little guys who can take part. Hey guys, Adam Ray here for What the Heck is Crypto. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life is full of twists and turns, ups and downs. I know being a comedian, traveling, I get stressed easily. I get overwhelmed. It's tough to really dig yourself out of the hole sometimes, but it's important that you show up for yourself through it all because if you're not happy for yourself, you can't be happy for others and live your best, true life. BetterHelp Online Therapy, I've been using them for a little while now, and it's kind of changed the game for me. Talking to somebody, professional uh, help, uh, no judgment, just, uh, it's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy that's done securely online and it's worldwide available for everyone. You can schedule weekly video or phone sessions. So you don't have to be on camera, which I sometimes do if I'm having a great hair day or uh, a shirt fits me properly and my nipples aren't hard. Getting therapy every week is as easy as a few clicks on your laptop or phone. Uh, they match you up with someone, a licensed profesh that can uh, uh, dedicate themselves to your needs in less than 48 hours. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and financial aid is available, which is huge. So many people have been using BetterHelp. They're recruiting additional therapists in all 50 states and they have a special offer for our listeners right now. 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com crypto. That's 10% off your first month of online therapy at betterhelp.com slash crypto. Well, and also the inflation numbers came in last Wednesday and the CPI printed um, 9.1%, the highest level of inflation seen since November 1981. Um, I'm not an uh, economist. Well, not with that attitude, but 9.1% <laughs> seems like seems like a high as fuck number. What is that uh, as far as the, the stock market's concerned moving forward? Um, how does this affect the crypto markets? Yeah, so when Wednesday, uh, when the CPI print came out, kind of kicked off the, the crypto run. And it caught a lot of people right. off guard because people were expecting a lower number than 9.1%. So 9.1% came in, everybody started freaking out. And stocks sold off initially, but, but then they very quickly recovered and then they started going up. And a lot of people were like, what the heck's going on here? Um, but once crypto saw stocks like shake off that number, and, and go up. I, I think that was that was sort of like the straw that broke the camel's back, and everybody was like, "Okay, we're we're going risk on now." I I think that as bad as that number is, I I think once the markets processed it, they sort of realized, "Okay, that's bad, but this is probably the peak. Like that's probably going to be the highest inflation number we get. The next one will be lower. The next one will probably be be lower. Um, lower CPI prints and this kind of like massive pressure we have in the markets right now is like a huge incentive for the Fed uh, to now pull back on the interest rate hikes. Like a lot of the mm -hmm. riskier assets in the world, like, you know, NASDAQ, tech stocks, and crypto, they're mm -hmm. super sensitive to, to interest rates. So when the Federal Reserve raises interest rates, these things get like destroyed. So for months, this, all these asset classes, right, have been like pricing in the Fed just going to town with like a aluminum baseball bat on, on all of these things. Right. And everybody's been freaking out, yeah. but you, you, so yeah. you eventually get to a point where you kind of hit peak panic and people, people forget that like markets, markets move in advance. They don't just react to what's happening now. They're, they're, they're thinking 12, 18 months out. And I think risk mm. assets, the idea is that, okay, 
this this sounds really stupid, but the economy is so bad and things look so bad and they the Fed can't do anything worse because the economy is so bad. And that's actually good for some of these assets because it means that they can't hike the rates anymore. They're presuming that in the future they'll start they'll, they'll stop hiking them. And and that like becomes paradoxically good for an asset like Bitcoin or Ethereum. Uh, yep. It's even yep. it's even better so because like Ethereum isn't dependent on cash flows, right? Like Walmart's stock, like they, they, they do earnings every quarter. They're like, we made this much money. And if there's a recession, Walmart won't do as well. But like Bitcoin doesn't have any earnings. Bitcoin is just a, it's just a digital, it's just a digital coin. There's no cash flow. So it doesn't care about those things. It only cares about like the aggressiveness of the Fed and whether or not we're sort of like increasing uh, the money supply. So that's, that's what I think happened last week. And that, that's kind of what I'm expecting moving forward now. Okay. So Board Ape Yacht Club, uh, we talked about it once before. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I guess around uh, 4,500 people have, have jumped into the first trip tech demo uh, of the Other Side Metaverse project associated with Yuga Labs Board Ape uh, Yacht Club. Uh, it was a, a trip that was on Saturday um, and open to non-fungible token landowners known as Voyagers, which I find hilarious, who have all snapped up tokenized land plots in the other side virtual world. It appears to have been a resounding success with numerous community members taken to Twitter to express their enthusiasm for the event. Uh, they first joined um, a blank virtual lobby's Voyager uh, avatars before they all followed a giant board ape through a colorful portal in the other side metaverse. Once the Voyagers arrived in the location called the Biogenic Swamp, they were directed towards a centrally located stadium, sounds like a cult, where they could test out the avatar dynamics such as dancing, running, jumping, and emojis. Sounds fun as fuck. Um, I have so many questions about all of that. Uh, what is the other side, first of all? So the other side Is this the beyond is... part of Bed, Bath, and Beyond? <laughs> <laughs> like, that, uh, like that Family Guy sketch? That was a good one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the yeah. the the other side is basically the name of uh, Yuga Labs Board Ape Yacht Club's uh, metaverse. We've we've talked about the metaverse a little bit, right? Um, yes. Just yes. just I don't know. It's kind of a broad catch-all term for it's it, it's basically you know like Fortnite and Minecraft, but we're kind of making it slightly more techy and tacking some blockchain onto it. I don't know. Uh, but the 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 other side was a was a big uh, it was a big thing in the in the spring. Um, they basically gave all of the uh, board ape holders like a free plot of land in the metaverse. All this land had like different resources on it. Some of it was rarer than others. Some of them had some like hidden characters and uh, metaverse stuff in general has been really disappointing at best and just outright complete scammy at worst yeah uh in crypto yeah. It, it's just been years of people sort of overhyping stuff and then just not delivering like I, I myself don't touch any of this stuff because i still think like a lot of it is kind of a joke although i think the the, the concept is good and we will do something with it just nothing has been uh investable so it was interesting to see the actual demo of this product because before it was just a it was just like a like you could buy land but the land was just an nft it's just sort of like a certificate that you own land but in in, in what like what is what is this thing that what, what is this virtual world 
Um, yeah. So the other day they, they, they had a demo, they invited all of the, all of the landholders to kind of take part in it. And, uh, yeah, it was like a, sort of like a browser based, uh, you know, you know, Fortnite, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. My nephew's obsessed kinda with like, it. Yeah. It was, it was kind of like Fortnite, except, uh, everybody was just hanging out and like listening to a concert or something, which I hear they actually do in Fortnite as, as, uh, as well. But yeah, uh, the game ran really smoothly. It was, there were thousands of people on screen. The, the graphics were good and nobody had to really buy a bunch of software to run it. Um, so people liked it. People were hyped on Twitter. People were posting videos of themselves and the other side metaverse. Um, I think they're going to do a few more test runs of this. And then eventually it's going to launch as this kind of like world that people um, can go and hang out in and own stuff. And I, I don't know what like their exact plans are right um so the the possibilities are are, are kind of exciting uh, and you know when like a company like facebook changes their freaking name to be yeah. meta you you, you got to think zuck isn't a complete moron and he's some he, he yep. sees something there too um what that is i don't i don't exactly know yet well who knows what uh zuckerberg's up to only god knows because i feel like he created zuckerberg in a ai plant facility <laughs> and he's not real. And, um, but that's my own conspiracy. Um, a lot more to talk about. Uh, we have to, uh, keep today's ep a little, uh, a little on the tighter side, but I think we got more out of it. Less is more sometimes. Uh, you crushed it as per usual. Um, for all the uh, crypto investors out there, next week's ep will definitely feature more, uh, jumping into the board ape world and, um, and how you can go about, uh, investing and, and if you should be and why you shouldn't be. Um, uh, but, but, uh, I know the other side, you know, Shel Silverstein wrote a book, Where Does the Sidewalk End? Maybe it's on the other side. Uh, for Adam Ray uh, and Stephen, um, we, uh, we want to wish you guys a happy early uh, flag day. And also um, tune in next week for a brand new episode of What the Heck is Crypto? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.